Welcome to the Pastors Podcast. This is Pastor Scott, and with me today as an extra special treat are Alina Sato. You can say hello. Sorry, <laughs> hello. I, I didn't even I didn't even tell you that, but you can. Um, and Nikki Woolsey. Hello, Nikki. Um, your husband Chris is one of our elders, one of our pastors. Our newest, I would say, our youngest. Youngest. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you, you serve on at Claris Health, right? And doing parenting programs and serving and helping to equip parents to be able to parent in the midst of all sorts of difficult circumstances. Um, you, your kids are a little bit older, right? So how, how old are your, your two? 16 and almost 13. Wow, that is... <laughs> Exciting. <laughs> You're talking about the trenches. Like, if you're talking about being in the trenches, that's just a different trench. Uh, a different trench, yeah. <laughs> totally. That's but awesome. I wouldn't give for that two-year-old trench. <laughs> that's good stuff. And, and Alina, um, you serve, I know you work a couple of days a week as a nurse, mm-hmm. right? And um, are a just longtime faithful servant minister. Um, yeah, just a huge blessing to our church. And I know that so many people are blessed by your writing too. Um, how old are, how old are your kids? They are seven and five. Seven and five, and so um, right at the beginning. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to school. Welcome to school. It's oh on your couch. You've heard all these things about playgrounds and and buildings, but actually, no, 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 no. no. That's not what it's actually no. like. No. You have the couch. <laughs> This, this wonderful tool called Zoom is going to be <laughs> magical. Uh, kindergarten. I, mm-hmm. th- that's the worst, right? The like worst. kindergarten over Zoom? I just, anyways. No. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> prayer specifically for that. But that's why I'm really glad that you guys are here and glad we can, uh, we can talk about these things. So we'll, let's, let's, let's jump in. We are, we're going to be talking today about the really unique dynamic that is taking place actually particularly this week, which is the start of a new school year, the start of probably the strangest school year in our lives, yes. uh, with the everyone, at least everyone here, uh, starting the school year online, starting virtually, starting in their homes, um, anybody doing public or private school at least, right? Homeschoolers are, are kind of going back to normal <laughs> in that sense, but for a lot of public and private school kids, and parents, this is a really, really unique time. And um, I, I wanted to invite the two of you to talk together just a little bit about some of those dynamics, about how to think about that, how to um, put even our own anxieties and fears and stresses in perspective. Um, and then, yeah, and then go from there. So the the new school year is is going to be, I think, new and overwhelming for most people, if not everyone, what what are some of the things that, as as you guys have thought about this, that that you think God wants us to keep in mind as we approach this this coming school year, as parents, as students, really just for the sake of our own sanity, and for the sake of of, of keeping a God centered focus. When Actually, I'm going to let you answer in just a second. I realized yes. I forgot. I left this on. I forgot to turn off the air conditioning. So now the hum is gone. <laughs> and we'll try this again. <laughs> Alina. Hi. <laughs> I'm melting. <laughs> yeah, it's like this This room is kind of like a sauna. Mm-hmm. Right? So so turning the air, air conditioning off for the sake of sound is going to just make us stay uh, 
nice and quick with our We're answers. Focus. That's right. That's right. <laughs> All right, uh, Alina. <laughs> yeah, I. There's something that has stayed with me really all summer, and especially as this school year has approached. Um, and it was actually inspired by something that our beloved Meredith Stores had written a while ago about um, what what if what we've been focusing on learning has been more about cultural tides than about what God actually wants for us, and what mm. is it that I want to teach my child? And when I think about going into this school year, <clears throat> excuse me, I I mean, I have been strict with my kids. Like I have tried to keep them very much on task with their schoolwork and, you know, keeping them focused on trying to learn real things. But with that said, I, I just have been asking myself, you know, what if my focus really needs to be helping them understand that what's going to equip them for life in the long term is not this confidence and declaration that I have an education. Mm. <laughs> so no matter what comes my way in life, I have this education to stand on. And so I'm going to be good because this pandemic has definitely taught us that that's not what's helping us cope. It certainly has its value and it, you know, it has its place, obviously, but what I want my kids to be able to come out proclaiming from this experience is not, oh, mom just really made sure I had an education. Like I want them to come out of this saying, we learned how to trust God. Mm. Like We learned that God was in control and that whatever we gained or lost in our education, God is still the one who empowers us and carries us and makes the way for us. Mm. Well, it's so powerful. I and mean, it almost it helps us to see that this is, it, it's actually an opportunity. It's not, mm -hmm. not just that we don't need to, uh, it's, it's not just that we are forced to learn something different than we had planned to learn in this grade or at this stage in life, but it's actually an opportunity mm -hmm. to learn something that is so helpful. Um, what about you, Nikki? Yeah, that's actually what I've been thinking about is what a unique opportunity that we have as parents, because as they get older, you know, we have less influence mm. because then it moves toward friends and school and things like that. But that's pretty much been removed mm -hmm. at this point in this very strange moment that we find ourselves in. And so I think that we as parents have a really unique opportunity to s step into that role again as like the we always are the primary influence, but but also the secondary and the tertiary, and mm -hmm. and we're the influence because we're there, and because of we're all stuck together. We have a really cool opportunity to um, just press in with our kids in in different ways, like you were saying, mm -hmm. um, and we wouldn't have had that otherwise. Mm -hmm. I I am gonna cause you guys to melt if I don't turn that air conditioning back on, aren't I? No, we're okay. I'm okay. Uh, are you? Yeah. Okay. It's just me. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm, I'm just going to sit here and sweat. We're, this is going to be awesome. Great podcast. Hey, you know what? I shouldn't even mention anything. You can't even notice this. I, I just didn't want to torture the two we'll, of you. We'll feel great when we go outside. That's <laughs> nice with That's the breeze. <laughs> so, you know, you know, one of the things, and actually, it, it just struck me. I, I didn't, hadn't even thought of this when um, I asked you to have this conversation together. I had this conversation, asked you to have this conversation because I know that just you've been thinking. I know that each of you have been thinking about how to navigate this this well, both in 
on your own and also for the sake of those around you as you're ministering and, and teaching others. Um, but it, it, it struck me even as you were saying that as uh, Nikki, that, that as we are these primary influencers that are trying to navigate this together, um, I think it's easy sometimes for people. We have parents that are all in all sorts of different situations, right? Some that are, um, some that are able to work from home, some that are not, some that are, um, some mothers and fathers that stay at home anyways and so have an opportunity to do that but both of you work outside the home as well and so are navigating this with all of those unique challenges and tensions as you're trying to juggle and you know uh, fit that you know even if it's part-time and in different sections like trying to fit that all together but each unique opportunity that each unique family has isn't like like it's not it's not like one family can take advantage of this season and another one can't mm-hmm. like we we all have this unique opportunity to both trust God and to teach our kids what it looks like to trust God in the situation that God sovereignly perfectly uniquely has called us has has placed us and I think that's that, that's I think exciting and ought to be hope giving I guess the reason I mentioned it is as you were saying that I think that there's a lot of things that can pop up in our minds that say okay yeah maybe for you mm-hmm. but not mm-hmm. for me mm-hmm. and I think that there's actually a, a, a reason that no matter what situation we're in there's a ton of hope um, and opportunity this that this season provides mm-hmm, um, which, which I, I want to make sure we we all hear and remember as well um, so w- one of the questions and I Kind of threw this out to you earlier because I, I wanted you just to think through it. What what are some of the unique temptations we ought to be careful of as we approach this school year? I think you know, like you know, I think every every school year, every situation comes with its own unique temptation. I think this one comes with some unique temptations. What what might some of those be? Just to even help us think about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the ones for me, and I I've been hearing this from other people as well, is this temptation towards um, comparison or envy. And part of it, I think, is connected to the fact that everyone is in very different circumstances. Mm. And because we only know the challenges unique to ours, it's always, it's it's that classic, the grass is always greener on the other side, right? Like, if I just wasn't home all the time with my kids and could go to a job for, <laughs> you know, for me two days a week, yeah. um, that would be really helpful. Or for me, when I'm trying to juggle the going to work and coming home and doing all the things it's oh if I could just focus on one like this one thing with my kids then it would be easier and you know whether it's social media people trying to just share ideas but then we kind of can go into this rabbit hole of oh gosh they just seem to be doing this so much better or people are trying to be positive and encouraging and if you're feeling down and you look at that and you're like well I'm just sinking even more (laughs) like I can't even keep my spirits up and they just seem super positive all the time Mm. Um, and I think there's just a a real easy way to sort of spiral with that sometimes Mm. um, that we just have to pay very close attention to and make sure that you know we're aware we're not seeing the whole picture of what each person is actually experiencing absolutely okay so so when I spiral in comparison (laughs) <laughs> right. I mean, I, I, I think that a lot of us can resonate that. Like, when, what should I do? Mm. Like, what? Wh- yeah. Like, where, where, where do we try? How do we try to stop that even practically and even over the next couple of weeks? Mm. 
or maybe maybe what what's like one like what what's one practical thing i could do to when that s- spiral of comparison hits when that when that temptation hits like one place i could turn um to even just give me a little bit of to help to help kind of stop the spiral right to help kind of take a step back i mean i know for me um <clears throat> like if i know what my triggers are like mm. I, oh it's just every time i seem to get on social media i'm just starting to feel this way mm. then it might be a good sign of uh, i should probably spend some time off of this yeah. and reach out if you're saying you know what is one thing I can do or turn to reach out to a trusted friend and say mm-hmm. I'm starting to just have this voice in my head and I I just need some perspective on it because I can't seem to step outside myself right now and mm-hmm. so can you just speak into my life and help me help me just kind of get out of this spiral for a minute because mm-hmm because my thoughts just want to keep like taking me down if I just keep following where they want to go. And so I think to have a trusted godly friend be able to catch that with Mm. truth and scripture and encouragement and prayer, that's really helpful. Yeah. Yeah. It reminds me of that, just the importance of being in community, right. Of being in conversation with one another. Like we, we have to fight, even in the midst of that, like that, it feel overwhelming that like I've got to manage all of this and try to like have stay in touch with my friends. But the just people to confess to, people to lament to, yeah. people to um, who who can and see and and, and point that in, um, point those things to us, and just recognizing the times, the times of day, right. the triggers. The, the things that are yeah familiar that, that, that end us po- end up pointing us there yeah because if we don't reach out to community then that's all we see is the yeah. you know perfect whatever mm-hmm. social media is putting out there <laughs> that's so true mm-hmm. it's so funny though because you took it to such a beautiful place and of course when I heard what are the temptations as a parent of older children all I kept thinking of was Ugh, last you know semester was so hard because you know there was a lot of Roblox played in my house mm-hmm. instead of math science language arts whatever so I think there are like even mm-hmm. practical temptations that our kids face just due to the nature of what you know this distance learning is and so um Sometimes I think the way that I get stuck in my head is I'm just trying to manage all this Mm -hmm. and I'm not even, I don't even know what's going on out there, Mm -hmm. you know, but that's its own sort of spiral too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think there's a a big temptation to just kind of feel justified in being myopic, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And just like, okay, wait, you know, when things get hard, it's like, oh, okay, this season is okay to just be selfish, Mm -hmm. (laughs) right? Right. And and the, the... Sometimes we do have to focus inward and and kind of just buckle down and take care of things. But I think that God's still calling us forward, which actually I think leads me into some of the other things I wanted to talk about, which are some of the opportunities that aren't just survival geared, but are actually opportunities of um, to bless others in this season, to, to recognize that we're all going through this together that those we're interacting with are going through this too. I mean, we, when you think about just the teachers, the administrators, um, even the school board members, like we've talked about Nikki, right, that are that are not trying to navigate this, what, what are some ways that we might be able to just bless them um, and be a light in this moment towards those that are 
serving our kids, engaging other kids as teachers, administrators, um, or others. Mm-hmm. I feel like the biggest thing that we need to have for everyone right now, for ourselves, for our kids, for our teachers, administrators, everybody is grace. Because mm-hmm. like you said, mm-hmm. we are literally all going through this together. And it's not like, oh, it's going to be you know easy for the teachers, but not for the parents or whatever. It's, it's difficult for everybody for, in so many ways. And so I think... Yes, back in the olden days, I could like encourage a teacher and be like, hey, you're doing a great job. And and that means something. But I think now even more so because they're going through it and all they're probably getting is, you know, negative feedback. And Mm -hmm. I, I think even just those moments of, you know, reaching out to them and saying, hey, I know this is hard for you, too. Um could be really powerful mm. you know that, that actually reminds me and it may have been alina the one of the things that uh that just put you in my mind as we, I, was, I was thinking about these things i just i don't know whatever it was last week uh we were on a zoom an elementary school zoom with the principal who was trying to you know describe what the school year is going to be like <laughs> and trying to answer questions and and she was taking questions fast and furious from through the like zoom chat module and somebody else was like trying to give her the questions from the chat and all i kept thinking was oh man if that were me i would not let i would not allow any of the like i wouldn't answer any of those like i don't know and and she was doing she was so gracious and i all i could think was i'm so glad she's my kid's principal and i'm not Like, like because i mean she just she had this like really she was she was so patient it was it was incredible and into this like barrage of questions came and i don't remember it was like the beginning of the i don't remember but this like and it wasn't just a, a word of encouragement but this like thoughtful there's a couple sentences of encouragement from melina sato that, that 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 said you know dr hodge i just want thank you so much for all the work you're doing like we, we are we just want you to know how how much so many of us like appreciate it and it was like into the mix of this zoom chat box it was like this breath of fresh air it was this beam of light Mm -hmm. um that i i thought in just a small way exemplified countless opportunities we're gonna have Mm -hmm. um you know even if even if we disagree with their decisions Mm -hmm. right even if a superintendent or a principal or even a teacher right is making a decision or or a teacher's like you know you're like i want my kids to be back in school and the teacher's like i do not want Mm. to be teaching it and you're like what we're on like man we view this really differently Mm. even and maybe even especially if we're not we we don't see things exactly the same this provides a huge opportunity Mm -hmm. um to express to i mean the fruit of the spirit right meekness Mm. kindness definitely goodness gentleness mm-hmm. um which i think is going to be increasingly and it continues to be increasingly in short supply in the world um they're going to know we're christians by our love yeah right and there's also a temptation too i think like to be disconnected mm. from their school mm-hmm. and so this is a cool opportunity to be connected because otherwise everybody's just going to step out and it's like good luck teachers yeah. but yeah. for us yeah. to reach back in yeah. and be like hey how can i support you how can i pray for you like i i think that's probably going to be pretty rare mm-hmm. mm. yeah i mean i think because it is such a myopic time you know i think it's really easy to settle into a mentality of 
I just think I need what I need and I want what I want. And for you, teachers, administrators, I just want you to do your job. Mm. Like whatever mm. we think that is, like yeah. it's easy to just start like getting a little bit overly pushy about that sometimes. And I think the way that Christ would have us approach people is how can I serve you? Like how can I come around you and lift you up and support you and not just demand things from you? And quite honestly, I mean, it's still a moment by moment thing for me, too. I mean, I just today found out who um, my second graders teacher was going to be. And it, the first thing that came to my mind was, who is this teacher? How does she do? You know, what's her yeah. style? Is yeah. she going to be OK for us? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I had to take a step back and say, maybe I should be thinking together with this, if not more, how can I pray for this teacher? How can I support her? How can I serve her? Yeah. <laughs> Instead of, you know, <laughs> how can I kind of figure Evaluate out. her. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah, figure out, yeah. Figure out how I feel about this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think that's, that, that's just such a natural um, response for us. I think God's calling us to this, this, this deeper, this wider, this bigger um, vision and opportunity. And I mean, I, I, I felt sim- similarly, we were having this conversation with our kids and I think that's where we jump, right? Like, oh, is that going to be a good fit? Like, is that have mm-hmm. And y- you remember, oh, wait, like the Lord in his perfect sovereignty, mm-hmm. in his knowledge of what's best, both for us and for that teacher, like placed us together for this season. Yeah. And what, it, like, we, we were just put in the same, you know, capsule in the midst of a crisis <laughs> you know mm-hmm. and so um and, and but it wasn't just random right it, it was done intentionally and what a huge and unique opportunity that is that's so yeah yeah so helpful what which I, I think actually relates to so so there's i think there's the teachers and administrators you know those who are serving that capacity i think this is an opportunity to bless them what what about what about the families around us, even the families in our school who have less support, who maybe are in more difficult situations during this time? I think, you know, Nikki, in your role in Claris, you have eyes on and are serving and are connecting with, uh, I know a, a lot more families that are really struggling in the midst of this that, than I am. And I, I, this is one of the questions, actually, to be completely honest, I've just really been wrestling with. Mm-hmm. Um, because the answer's not obvious. <laughs> and I'm not sure if there's a good one or a single, but, but I think it's a question we need to be increasingly asking, not just being like, well, I, I don't know, I can't really think of anything, so I guess I'll just move on. Like, how can we serve and bless and step into um, the, the lives of those who are particularly struggling in our community, in our schools, in our classes, just uh, you know, even in our neighborhoods? Yeah. That's mm-hmm. such a great question, and and there's so much difficulty that I think so many people are facing from not only people who have to work and have little kids, I don't know how you're going to do that, yeah. or, you know, to um, I have some clients with, uh, they're about to give birth, and they have a son with special needs, mm-hmm. and how, how can a one-on-one aide in a Zoom help as they're supposed to in real life Mm. you know there's just so many difficulties but I think too that it comes back to like that willingness like to reach out and be like hey I don't actually know you know what can help you but 
I noticed that you might have some unique challenges. I'm just wondering what your what your plans are for this year. Do you do you need help? Does your kid mm. need to come sit in my patio and mm. work so you can go to go to work? Or I I don't know. Like I'm mm. with you. I don't know what the answers are, but I think. Um, Certainly, they've been thinking it maybe even more than us. Mm-hmm. Um, so just the willingness to, to ask. Mm-hmm. And then, like, if they have an idea, like, mm-hmm. be willing to do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, I mean, I've struggled, too, with that same question. I, you know, I, there's part of me that has wondered, you know, can I go to the principal and ask, like, are there family like they've got to know about families that are in need and maybe yeah. we could just flat out ask the principals or the teachers like yeah. without breaking confidentiality is there something more above and beyond that I can do or my church can do mm-hmm. to help support these people that you guys know about and I don't mm-hmm. but you can be sort of the go between um you know I've also I've been thinking about this family a mother-child duo who I met when my older child was in kindergarten Mm. and it was quite clear uh, on many levels that they were in a very difficult situation and I I got to know the mom a little bit um, and she shared with me some of what was going on with them and her challenges with her child and being a single parent and at least when school was still going on I from my conversations with her gleaned where she worked I have seen her on a zoom call and I'm I was trying to like private chat with her on the zoom <laughs> call but I guess the school district like they don't allow you to do that um that's probably so I could wise. Do, like yeah <laughs> <laughs> but in this case it was supposed to be a yeah creepy. it was supposed to be a good thing yeah <laughs> not a creepy yeah. <laughs> but, but um but it made me think of her and think well would it be super creepy if I like went to where she works and just say mm. like I don't mean to stalk you. (laughs) I've just been thinking about you and I haven't known how else to find you. So I thought I'd check to see if you were still here, Mm -hmm. uh, working here. And if, and you know, obviously if I'm having this conversation with her, (laughs) she's still there, but, um, and, and then just, you know, what can I do? And to be completely honest, I think that it has actually been um, more of a, I mean, there's a lot of logistics challenges in extending myself that way but Mm. I think that there's been a a deeper heart issue that God is still working on with me of if I do that and if I find her Mm. then I am committing myself to getting involved in what I know to be a pretty messy situation and am I willing to to do that you know and figuring out wisdom in that but um but it's been a very interesting sort of heart thing to sort of process through. Like, how much would I extend myself to somebody who is in some really tight situations right now? Yeah, yeah I, I think that's so helpful. And I really appreciate your honesty in that because I think I, I, I really resonate with that. And I, as I've wrestled through this question over and over, I think, and, and continued to, I think there's, there's a convenience to the fact that says, well, it's probably not safe mm. COVID wise mm. to like engage with anybody. So it's, I probably, you know what? I, I would do something, right. but I just can't. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the reality is if it was my, you know, if this was like my niece or nephew, mm-hmm. it wouldn't matter. Yeah. I would. No questions. I would. Mm-hmm. If, and if it was another family in my community group, 
I would. Yeah. And I'm not saying that we need to do that for everyone, right? We can't do that for everyone. We all have limitations and some of us can't do anything, right? We're just Mm -hmm. drowning. Mm -hmm. But I think that there's a a lot of us, and I know myself included, I've, before the Lord, as I've been praying about this recently, even over the past week, this is a, it's a question that I feel like he continues to impress upon me. Like, it's really important you don't stop asking this question. It's really important you don't just settle into, well, I kind of thought about it, mm-hmm. but it was too hard. Mm-hmm. You know, like th- this requires a unique amount of um, creativity. It's going to require, at, on one side, the, the plus also is that uh, much less is awkward because it's also weird, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know? Totally. Um, and, and I don't know what that means for anybody specifically but i do think that as like as ambassadors of christ who've been placed here i think he he we've been placed here in this season in this moment for a reason um and it he wants us to ask the questions Mm -hmm. Uh, he he wants us to to ask one another he wants us even just start with praying like just an honest sincere prayer that says lord i i want to sacrifice for others will you show me um, I mean, it's a dangerous prayer, right? Because yeah. he'll answer it. <laughs> um, but I think it's a, it's a great place to start. And one that I think helps us to see, helps us to see the unique opportunity that this moment is for the gospel, mm-hmm. which I think this, it, it's really easy to forget as well. I think it, it again, it's just easy to get into survival mode. Mm-hmm. Forget that, that this is a, unique opportunity for the gospel which doesn't mean that we need to like do more you know and that people need to feel added pressure you're you're, you're starting school this week and so we want to tell you that you should be doing a bunch more things <laughs> for other people too Good like, luck. <laughs> <laughs> obviously that's that's not my heart but i but i do think that in the midst of that complexity um it puts us in this space where like we're wait i'm, I'm out of control okay lord will you just lead the way like will you just uh our our as we've been trying to prepare for our kids to start um, start school and their schedules, and Lara's actually doing some sub-librarian work, and so mm. she's going to be gone out of the house way more than I was expecting two weeks ago, <laughs> and I'm working from home, and the kids, and so I'm like, okay, like all weekend I've been like making schedules, like I was, ma- I've made an entire Excel sheet for each day, Battle just plan. for there's like a there's like a Scott schedule and a Lara schedule and a Harper schedule and a Addison and Lincoln and Scott and actually and and there's an Amir schedule because I need to know like when he can like take somebody somewhere, you know, like whatever, and try to like put all this together. And one of the things that was really interesting was I, I think. Th- the Lord was reminding me, you know what, this planning's good. Like, I'm glad you're thinking through these things. These logistics are helpful. But this isn't going to save you. Mm. It's not going to make it happen. It's not even, th- the perfect plan isn't what's going to lead you in my path. Like, I want you to make a plan, but then I want you to step into the day dependent on me. Mm. I just, I know he's been reminding me this over and over. I want you to step into the day dependent on me. And I, I'm going to direct your path, right? The, this is the proverbs right I, we just read it whatever it's proverbs three um with the kids the other night you know a, um, a man plans his way but the lord directs his step and i think being open to that in this season being dependent on that and even seeking that um as ethereal as that is but is a, is a powerful way forward i think for all of us mm-hmm. um 
Well, with that, any I don't know any closing just thoughts for students or parents as they as they go back to school. If if you had an opportunity, you have an opportunity. You have a unique opportunity <laughs> to speak to all the parents who are sending kids back to school. Maybe maybe students that are listening in the car. Um, if you were to just leave them with an encouragement or with an exhortation, um, I was gonna say not to put you on the spot, but that's all I'm doing is putting you <laughs> on the spot. So there's not. Uh, well, what what, what what would you say to them? Alina's going to have something much more beautiful to say, but (laughs) I just want you guys to know, like, again, I just come back to grace. Like, you're not going to be the most perfect parent during this time. You're Mm -hmm. really not. You're going to fail every single day. You're not going to be the most perfect child. You're going to fail every single day. You're not going to be the most perfect student, teacher, administrator, employee. Like, you are just not. So we need to let go of that and Mm. enter into that dependence on God every single day. (laughs) Otherwise, there's obviously no way we can do this myopically but there's no way we can do this together either either mm. so yeah just just be okay with that and have grace for everybody because we are all in this mm-hmm. together mm-hmm. We, are. <laughs> we are yeah and I, I mean i think along that theme of really being dependent on god i i it's not just so that he can help us through this season. And then when we come out of it, it's like, oh, I'm so glad I have my normal school to lean back on. And I Mm. have my, you know, my social life back again. And I have all the other things that I like rightfully have missed and loved and play an important part in my life. But, um, but to say, well, then I just don't need God that much anymore because Mm. like my quote unquote normal life has come back to me. Mm. I mean, I think if we can look at this time as, oh my gosh, like everything has just been shaken and I'm dependent on God for this unique time, but I'm also just finding how beautiful he is Mm. and how complete he is and how he is really our, our only true life that when we come out of this, we actually hold these other things a little bit more loosely and are glad to celebrate them and glad to get back into them, but we have gained this depth and richness with God that we're not too quick to just forget or cast off when things hopefully sometime return to normal, but yeah. our hearts hopefully will have changed mm. for the better. Yeah. See, I told you. Beautiful. So. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so good and so I mean so helpful and I'm just so thankful for you both the the thought that comes to my mind is I think uh, also I actually I was thinking about um, those of you that are homeschool families Mm. right and what a unique opportunity this is for you too to like both but both know I mean I want everybody to know that we are praying we're praying fervently for you and we're praying fervently for you particularly this week whatever schooling you're engaging in and whether you're uh, a longtime homeschool family or you're homeschooling right now for the first time because that's what makes the most sense in this situation um, I know that we're praying for you too and also know that there that doesn't like exempt you from the unique oppor- from the unique opportunities I think a, a lot especially those of you who are experienced, in homeschooling have mm-hmm. a whole host of like unique opportunities to bless oh, those around bless. you. Oh, <laughs> and, 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 in, and I think in, in, in one way it's like easiest to think about that, like with the logistics, right? Like, like you know, s- s- send us blog posts or <laughs> schedules yeah. or like things that you were, and, and I think those, those logistics are helpful. Um, but I think even more than that, like just 
the opportunity to you know I think you know even more than uh, a lot of us like what's coming and how mm. how hard this is going to be week four and week five and week six mm. that like so that you know when to to reach out yeah. when to mm. um, nurture those relationships um, so that we can depend on one another so we can serve one another and so that we can strive all together to be a the light God's called the light on the hill mm. God's called us to even in this season so um, well we can talk about this more and more but I and I hope actually and like a lot of our podcasts we hope more than anything this is a, a conversation starter not an ender but something that'll s- steer you in a certain direction and then that you in your community groups in your relationships in your um, yeah interactions with one another will continue this and, and spur one another on uh, with even just deeper, more beautiful thoughts together as well. So thank you so much, Alina and Nikki, for the time, for your sacrifice in the midst of everything else going on to just sit down and, and minister to um, our our church family this way. It's such a blessing. Um, and thank you so much for listening. We uh, know that we are praying for you. We're praying fervently for you and we're praying for you, especially this week. And we'll see you virtually on Sunday. 